I got to tell you, it feels like there has been a dam that has burst open here. Uh, fortunately, not the Hoover Dam uh, nearby Las Vegas, but I mean, just an innovation uh, dam. Because whether it was the pandemic, what I've seen things here uh, that I've never seen before. You come to CES, you see upgrades on some innovations, you see kind of the same things. There are so many things here that are just totally new and different concepts. Um, one of the things that they're trying to do, and it's, it's in the health space, is to try to give you um, automated services in your home that you normally would have to go out for. And, Jamie, I kind of pitched one of these at you. It's, it's called the Nimble Smart Nail Salon. And I know guys that do this as well. You want to get a manicure. Uh, but this is a box where you put your hand in the box, and the robot in that box will do your nails. It takes about 25 minutes, about the same time as, as a, a normal thing. It runs 600 bucks. Um, you got to reload it with stuff that are that like a almost like a cartridge that's about $10 per polish capsule. But uh, what do you think? Would, would you, you, your hand disappears in it, kind of. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that I'd feel comfortable doing that. I'm skeptical. I'm very skeptical because when you're getting your manicure, you're like intensely looking at the the woman or man doing mm -hmm. your nails, and mm -hmm. you're like, well, I don't know about that. You better fix that, you know, left side finger or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how good this would be. And when they're pushing back your cuticles or cutting around the cuticles and stuff, you know, yeah. you, you want to make sure they don't, they don't cut you or whatever. Exactly. So, you know. Lloyd knows. Well, yeah. A, a, a human can do that. They say that the nimble is actually safer than a human because it's much more precise. Well, I do like the time because the nails take longer than 25 minutes usually. So I like that timing. Especially for you guys. Yeah. 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 It takes way longer. It's, long it's interesting. <laughs> you know, your nail tech can have a bad day. They're saying the robot doesn't. Uh, but it's kind of a leap of faith. Yeah. Cause your but hands if you don't like you don't it, you have no way of changing it yeah so if you take your hands out and you look at it and you're like mm, I, don't, I don't really care for that then you, what do you do you can't say i'm not leaving you a tip, a tip. <laughs> <laughs> right. you, you, you've got no option there so i've seen two things here in terms of laptop computers that really could be interesting game changers one of them is from a company called sightful and um it's this this laptop was amazing because when you look at it there's no monitor, no display at all. I talked to Kevin Brown about how it works. So I'm standing in front of a very nice-looking laptop. It's It's got a problem. There's something missing. There is no display. Obviously, this is a malfunction of monumental consequence or not. Kevin Brown is with me. He is with Sightful. What's up with this laptop? So Sightful is the world's first augmented reality laptop. And augmented reality is this amazing technology that can make dragons fly through a room, but we have no reason to use it every single day. Meanwhile, we're on our laptops all the time and taking them to work everywhere from a plane to a coffee shop, but your laptop hasn't evolved past a 16-inch screen. So at home, I've got a giant mon multi-monitor setup. I need to take that with me to be my most productive and most creative. Now with the space top, when I open up my space top, put on our AR glasses, I suddenly have a 100-inch display that fits in my backpack. And one of the things that I think is really cool about this is that if you're working on something proprietary, you don't want somebody looking over your shoulder at the, at the Starbucks and picking up 
what is sensitive information. A hundred percent. So if there's no screen, no problem with that, right? So if, if you're working on something really sensitive that you don't want anyone peeking over your shoulder, especially on airplanes, you're right next to people. People are always glancing at each other's screens. There's no screen here. It's all in your glasses. No one can check out what you're working on. So this is the 100-inch laptop that fits in your bag. That's your slogan here. When we're talking about price points, things like that, um, I'm saving money on a monitor. Uh, is, is this competitive with other laptops? So the price for this is $2,150, $2,150. It is a full unit uh, for your listeners who can't see it. It is a full laptop, keyboard, trackpad, zoom camera, uh, except no screen, as you mentioned. So the AR glasses are a part of the machine. You fold it all up, throw it in your bag, and you've got your monitors everywhere. And what if I'm at home and I only need a screen? Could I put a display on this? Would it merge with an iPad so or something two, like that? There are two USB-C ports to which you could add a number of different uh, external things that you wanted to attach to your computer. I'm not sure why you'd want to attach a screen to it. You've got a much better display in the glasses. <laughs> but uh, you, you certainly can do all sorts of things. Kevin Brown, thanks very much. Yeah, change is different, but that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy was like, "Excuse me, we've thought of everything." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know. Don't mess with my virtual laptop. Yeah. Um, I got to say that when you look through those glasses, they would take some getting used to, mm -hmm. because there's almost a fish eye effect a little bit mm -hmm. on it. Um, you don't have the ability you you can blow up those screens one at a time. Uh, but I, I do think that visually looking through the headset that there would be some adjustment to it. Yeah, yeah I think it would be weird it, at first. Yeah, yeah it, it, it would be. But, you know, I can still print and I can still do all the things I do on a regular laptop. It's just I have these glasses on, right? And I'm watching these monitors yeah. through the glasses. But what do you look like when you're sitting there to another person? Yeah, probably like um, you just got your eyes dilated. <laughs> exactly. No, it's 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 kind of a it's it's a handsome you know headset. So it just it, you know you're going to be looking weird because you're going to be looking up. You know, if you're in, on a plane, you're going to be looking up in the overhead rack. Right. You're going to be looking up at monitors or looking to the side. Someone might think that you're looking at their stuff. You know, it may be a little bit unusual of the person next to you. I've got got a minute left, so I want to tell you about this HP Spectre. You're sitting at your laptop. Imagine if you could take what is your keyboard, the, the part that lies flat, and slide it off. If it was, for instance, magnetically attached, mm -hmm. you could slide it off, and the rest of what you're revealing could become more display. You could add to what would be the, the normal 15-inch display and make it bigger. Or if you could take that keyboard completely off, now you've got a 17-inch screen. HP Spectre. Three lap, three computers in one. It is a, a pad, a huge pad. It is a desktop display, and it's a laptop. And it's like the one of those phones that it's all screen, and yet you can still fold it seamlessly. There's no hinge. That's what HP, they won a huge award for this. And that could be a really interesting uh, game changer. It's 5000 bucks, pretty pricey. Mm -hmm. uh, but look it up. Uh, Google it. HP showing it now. And we've got videos as well at WJR.com. We'll be back. So yesterday, the show floor actually opened here at CES. We had a chance to actually do some product testing. Um, the new Sharp Electronics hair dryer that they claim is whisper quiet. We had a chance with that. It's hands-free, Jamie. It's amazing, and you can find that at WJR.com because uh, 
we, 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 I, I, I got, uh, you know, a blowout or whatever you call it when you, that's you, what you, you know. call it. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and Nick, you, you found it somewhat entertaining. I understand. I mean, just the video alone, you can win some sort of award an, an, an Emmy, a golden globe, something like that. <laughs> Where do I find this video? Uh, it'll be up uh, probably within an hour on WJR.com, but I was I, previewing it earlier today. Okay. Can't wait for that. I also um, saw a pictured guy of you in this like, Jetson-looking uh, motorcycle thing. It also made me giggle. <laughs> okay, this was so cool. This thing goes zero to sixty in two point four seconds. It looks like the motorcycle from Tron, the old Disney movie. Yeah. It is. I mean, it is just a rocket, and it's electric. It's all electric. It's got two hundred sixty-nine miles of range. Um, and it's got, I mean, this, the acceleration supposedly is instant. Um, it's called, uh, Howen is the, is the name of the company, a uh, Horwin, excuse me. And, uh, so yeah, you can check out, uh, that as well. We've, I've got a, we'll have that in the podcast as well. And listen, I was t- talking to you about this HP Spectra. This is the new laptop. That's really three products in one. So yes, it's a laptop, but then imagine you can pull the entire keyboard down it's magnetic and you can actually pull it off too but you can pull it down revealing more display screen or you can pull it off and then tilt it on its side well now you've got what is basically a desktop monitor or it can be like the the biggest ipad you've ever seen in your life it's from (laughs) hp it won one of the big innovation awards to have that three products in one is is would that be attractive to you guys would you would you make it or break it I would make it. Okay, make it. Yeah. I don't think I okay. need all of that, but it sounds really cool. I just like to have okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's $5,000. Well, okay. Break it. Break it. <laughs> Broken. <laughs> so, yeah, I, tr- I tried to tell There's a. I talked with a guy named Kevin Wenzel who's who's with, with HP. And it, I yeah, just because it's three things in one doesn't mean you get to charge me triple. Okay. Right. So that's what it seems like. All right. Yeah. Update. So one of the. I've seen your video yeah, of you getting your blowout. Yeah, we're watching the video and it now. It is gold. <laughs> it's now, but the important thing is you've got to not just see it, but you've got to hear it because it really is. I mean, it it cuts the amount of noise coming out of that hair dryer probably down to 10, 20% of what you would normally have from like the Dyson. Well, that that uh, causes we, a lot of uh, home issues, doesn't it? Like when you're having a conversation and and your wife is is blowing is, is uh, drying her hair. And, yeah, I thought yeah. you heard me. No, I was drying my hair, and I'm, there's no excuse oh, now. No right? excuse. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, there's there's that. So listen, I want you to to, to uh, hear about this. Um, when we were walking around um, Showstoppers last night, this is a big showcase. Watched a guy come by on these things that look like roller skates, except they are ten wheels. They're electronic, and they use AI not just to help you walk, but it propels you forward. And uh, I talked to a guy named uh, um, Kevin Wilson at Shift Robotics about these unique shoes. Here's what he had to say. Normally, footwear isn't something that draws a lot of attention at CES, but Kevin Wilson's got a pair of shoes on, or I should say maybe a pair of sandals that he strapped onto his shoes. They have wheels, and Shift Robotics is the company. Basically, this turns your feet into a moving walkway? That's correct. Kind of you think about a Tesla for your feet. It's got an electronic motor, 
It's got AI technology that's communicating with each other to make sure that the two shoes work together, stabilize your stabilize yourself, stabilize your feet, and actually provide a consistent controlled movement that allows you to go up to seven miles per hour. So you're double, two and a half times basically your walking, your walking speed. So because of the AI, it will adjust to my gait, my peculiarities, yes. it personalizes instantly. Yes, it's trying to predict what you're going to do next. So it's thinking millions of things processing at the same time, trying to think what are you going to do next. So you're able to, so that shoe is able to control the speed and you as the user are able to control a little bit more of that speed as well because you're setting the pace, you're setting the stride and it's trying to predict, okay, okay, my strides are getting shorter, I'm slowing down or I'm coming to a turn, so that means maybe I'm, I'm leaning in one way or another. So you're, that shoe is actually there talking to each other to trying to figure out what you're going to do yet next. So that's the cool thing about AI technology. That technology is always improving, so the, what you can do with the shoe is always going to be improving as well. Okay, so it tries to predict what I'm going to do. What if I'm incredibly awkward and I'm going to stumble? Can it also save me from hurting myself if I'm headed for a fall? Um, it's going to slow you down for sure. And the, the, You're not going to have a higher speed fall. No, the the the, end, the motor itself is going to slow down, and because it just it's going to it's it's going to determine by what you're what you're doing, how fast you want to go, what kind of environment you're on, is the is the is the terrain safe, is the terrain bumpy, are you feeling a little bit more awkward on the terrain? So it, with our latest our latest shoe, Moonwalker X, it's a more consistent, uh, I would say, a predictable environment. So we needed less wheels for that. We needed less. We need less durability in terms of how many shoes, how many wheels to actually control. So the, the, based on, we're able to adjust the technology and also by the environment that you're in. So it takes your walking speed, guys, from around three and a half miles an hour to seven miles an hour. It doubles your walking speed. They're $1,400. They expect the price to drop when they scale it up. What do you think? Make it or break it? Oh. I think it's cool. Is it dangerous? Could, do you so need a helmet? You, I, I took it for a test drive. You can find that video, I think, today at WJR.com. Um, it takes some getting used to. You must walk heel to toe. Mm -hmm. uh, Link Bessard, who is our account executive extraordinaire, he's a former professional hockey player. He put him on. He tried to kind of skate on him because <laughs> that was his instinct. Yeah, it didn't go well. He didn't fall. But when he got the hand of it, he was flying. Wow. Well, you know, it just goes to show you what AI is doing and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting so, for mobility and getting from one place to another. No question about it. Consider it. It's uh, it's coming your way. It's from uh, You can read more about it from Shift Robotics. We'll be back. So there's been a lot of talk in the media recently about so-called sleep divorces. And I, I'm not crazy about the term because I think it's a lot more dramatic than it is. It just says, honey, I love you, but I don't love your snoring. And it's making me cranky in the daytime because I'm not getting the sleep that I need. Well, guys, here at CES, we've seen a number of products to try to address this so that you don't have to separate and go to different rooms. One's called Motion Sleep. It's by Ten Minds Company. Uh, it will detect your snoring sounds before they begin. And then the, the, uh, the, the headrest and the back, the pad that's on your back will subtly change your position so that the snoring stops. It dynamically and subtly adjusts this. There's also an add-on that will uh, measure your oxygen saturation levels for those with sleep apnea. There's also a circadian rhythm lighting that you can get. Total price, 420 bucks. Oh, okay. 
that's affordable. And Compared to what you've told us yeah. <laughs> all through the show, that's, that's, that's a bargain. And yeah. this is a real problem <laughs> in is. bedrooms across America. <laughs> yes. No, no question about it. This is from, again, Motion Sleep. Now, here's the other one that I really like. Lots of, of women's health wearables and things like that. This is a wearable that will predict for women of a certain age an impending hot flash. And then this wearable is paired with a cooling pad that's on the mattress. So we'll short circuit any oncoming hot flashes at night. It's from Terra, T-E-R-R-A. No, Marie's listening. She's saying, guy, bring that home. <laughs> oh, how much is did that? You just, I think you just violated a HIPAA uh-uh. or something. No, like I that. did. I'm sorry. She no, Listen, that's all she talks about. So, listen, that's all I hear. That's all she talks about. <laughs> so, here's the other thing. Wait, the how much is that team, one? Do you know? Uh, I, I do not okay. have, I could not find a price on that. Uh, but it comes from uh, MIT, the folks at MIT. Oh, wow. This is uh, something that they've developed. Um, uh, there's uh, there's a lot of stuff in, involving menopause and perimenopause here in wearables and helping you uh, adjust to all of those changes. Um, the biggest TV that we've seen here, not the biggest, but the literally the brightest, is from Hisense. And we saw it yesterday. It's called the 110UX. Um, what's cool about it is that most TVs, the max brightness you're going to get from a pixel is something called 2,000 nits. Well, this one will deliver 10,000 nits. So the bright parts are really bright. So you've got a much more dynamic uh, picture. And um, they, they showed it with kind of a, a night cityscape. So you're, you could see each light in each window very distinctly because it's so bright. Mm. Interesting. What's the cost on that? Uh, brand new unit hasn't been priced yet. My concern is, honestly, that I'm going to watch Oppenheimer on it, and it will vaporize me and my <laughs> lazy boy. Some of the stuff you're talking about is so high-tech. It just feels like a different world. That's what we are. That's well, and, what we are. And, you know, a lot of it is stuff that we don't necessarily need, but you find yourself wanting it. Now, here's something that actually may be mandated in the future. You know the guy. You're in a crowd, you're on a subway, or you're on a plane, and they're having a conversation on their cell phone as if no one else is Mm -hmm, around, okay? mm -hmm. Well, there's a new thing called the Sky Ted Mask. I talked to Emil Leveriger about how it works. Do we have that cut? So, Emil, tell me about the Sky Ted. How hard is it to breathe when I have that on my face? Actually, it's really easy because you have an open air access on the mask that allows you to breathe uh, like, for, completely for free when you have the mask on. It's, yeah. How much sound escapes or does it just sound muffled? No, it's, it really sounds well. It, it really sounds well. So when you have the mask on, you have no noise in and no voice out. So your voice does not goes out and absolutely zero noise goes in the, on the mask. The person that I'm talking to, can they tell that I'm wearing it? Uh, actually... Maybe because your voice will be perfect. And if you tell them that you are in a crowd and you will be, really, I'm not hearing anything. And you say, you will tell them, yes, because I'm wearing the mask. And the best thing is I don't get u- ugly looks from other passengers, other people that are around me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, will, they won't be able to, to see if you are talking or not. Well, like, right, the people cannot, cannot see that. But if I'm talking, 
All right, Emil is talking, and just you, you couldn't hear him. Yeah. That's, how, that's how good it is. What, what's the price point on something like that? Okay, so we just launched our Kickstarter page this morning, and you have some special early, early bird prices, but I think they are already gone. But, uh, and so for the wire mask, it will be $399. And for the wireless one with all the features, it will be $599. But the bottom line is you don't have to stop doing business just because you're on a commercial air flight. Sorry? You don't have to stop doing business yeah. just because you're on a commercial air flight. Exactly. You'll continue making yeah. money. Yeah, exactly. So our CEO, Stefan Ersen, thought about this ID while working for Airbus in Singapore as a VP because all the Skylines were asking this question, how can 300 passengers can take a call at the same time without disturbing each other's? And so this is a solution. Right now, even if you are on a train, in a plane, anywhere, you don't have to stop your business. You just take the mask and do a, a confidential calls anywhere at any time. And are the airlines embracing this? Are they endorsing it? And yeah. will they allow it? We are actually backed by Airbus, which are the one who made the in France, and with also with the European Space Agency. And yeah, they, they are definitely telling that this is the product that we, this is the future. So people in the in plane or in trains will be able to do calls. And we are also working with Hotelsat OneWeb. It's basically the, the European um, Starlink system. And we, Gauthier with close to me right there, he, he traveled all around the world to check the, if the connection is, is, is possible, if it's possible to do calls in plane or on trains. And it, it, this is actually possible. Yeah. So, yeah. Emil, thanks very much. Thank you very much. So, guys, it's, it fits over your face just like what a fire, fighter pilot would wear. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and these are probably going to be mandated by airlines in the future once they have uh, air-to-surface calls become a, a normal thing. Heaven knows, I wish more people would just put the phone down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Then people on the other side, when you're talking to them, they won't hear that background noise. They won't hear any background noise or anything like that. No, and it also keeps your conversation private. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's 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 a uh, four hundred bucks. I, I actually can see that if I was wanted to continue doing doing business as I'm coming home from Vegas, yeah, I can see using something like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of executives. But, uh, you've been checking for ticket prices, Jamie. You've been shopping for Lions tickets. Yeah, briefly here, Lions-Rams is the most expensive wildcard game on record, according to TickPick, this online marketplace. Wow. The get-in price for Lions-Rams is $571, including fees, 48% more expect expensive than the next most expensive game this weekend. Okay, I'm going to watch it on that new Hisense TV. Perfect. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> from my from my lazy boy probably just about even more expensive than the tickets <laughs> we'll be live from ces again tomorrow you guys take care see ya